SAFM. Very good day to you, Mzansi. Welcome to Otherwise Talking Women on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My name is Shadow Twala. Hazel Makuzeni is my producer. And Lance Andrews is our technical producer for today. Our contact details are 0892102010. Email otherwise at safm.co.za. Tweets at otherwise SAFM or at Shadow Twala. Now, today we go inside the pages of some of women's magazines and ask their editors to highlight their issues. And then uh, we speak with uh, Nawal Nulwazim Luli of Essay Mag- Essays Magazine, Essays of Africa, in fact, magazine, Sally Amory, editor of Good Housekeeping. Uh, we speak with Dudun Vimbile Shabani, editor of True Love Magazine, and then Anna Rich, who's a senior editor at Fair Lady. We're not speaking with Kanye Zamunkiza, but I had a squeeze of Destiny Magazine, which gave me the inspiration for my lunch bite for today. Their April issue is about giving back. And I found a quote by John Bunyan, you have not lived today until you have done something for someone who can never repay you. And Isabel Alinda says, we only have what we give. There's the big picture and the small picture and everything that's green in between on the Enviro Show. Thursday nights on SAFM between 9 and 10. Otherwise, on SAFM. Nawal Nulwazin Zuli is the CEO of Quenta Media and founding editor of Essays of Africa. Nawal, welcome. Thank you for joining us once again. Thank you, Shara. Thank you for having us. It's the holidays that have made us only reach you in the middle of the month. Uh, but we're happy that uh, we, we caught you on your fifth issue. Hey, congratulations. Uh- Thank you so much. It's been a wonderful journey, I must say. Yeah, I know. Looking back, and I know you do this in the magazine, it's it's already quarter, quarter gone of the year. And looking back, what have you learned as 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 editor of essays, but also just uh, looking at the rest of South Africa at this time? I know we set out with, to, to do so many things at the beginning of the year. We make all those resolutions, etc. But when you look back, where are we? If you look where we are, um, you know, we're talking about, you know, April now. That's actually the month where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, we're celebrating, you know, the freedom month. And um, the challenge will always be how do we better our gameplay, you know, mm-hmm. within the, you know, communication or the media space, especially as a magazine. How do we come out, out there and really address and touch the hearts of the women that really want to date, you know, essays? Um, essays, um, sort of like say to women, date me, take me with. Mm. Uh, but you've got actually to always uh, be, I mean, uh, be ahead of the curve and ensure that you engage with those hearts and the hearts that really want to have that date and uh, say, take me home, engage with me. And as we learn all those things, it's all about how do we better the content and make sure that we have a content that is much more engaging, that it's much more conversational, that it's much more, you know, inspiring. And it's all about discovering all these, uh, you know, women that are best kept or hidden somewhere and just really digging the, you know, not only the gold, but digging the platinum 
that it's unpolished and really say these are the women that are out there that we need to celebrate, especially in this particular month. Well, I see what we're talking about. In fact, I think Kosi Gianni has written a beautiful piece on where are we psychologically as a society? And I, I think that that's part of the conversations you're talking about. Absolutely, because if you look for an example of the stress level that women had, and we find ourselves not even being able to share our journeys, because I'm scared that if I open up to uh, shadow, then you'll start celebrating, mm. you know, my challenges that I'm faced with. Mm. But when do we as women really start embracing each other, you know, and be able to have that trust? What happened to us? Because those are the things that used to happen, you know, um, open conversations with our mothers, our grandmothers. Mm. But now the, the whole trust is gone. And we're trying to accommodate too many things. We, 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 we mothers in the process and we've got relationships, we've got work, and we're really working in a very stressful environment. And the challenge always will be how do we better the game? How do we make sure that we balance? We still want to be career to the moment because that's actually those are the opportunities. I always say let women grab these opportunities but the grabbing just doesn't come automatically it goes with a whole lot of balancing it goes with a lot of compromising so it's, it's a big challenge for us to really say we are on top of the game without a stress but how do we deal with the stress that's actually what cause is trying to address mm. stress is there we are a very stressful nation. We are a stressful, we, that's why we get ourselves trapped into all these, uh, you know, illnesses and stuff. But the challenge is how do we better that? Do we communicate enough? Do we trust enough? Do we open enough? Do we really try to, but do we eat healthy? Do we exercise? You know, all those things are a whole lot of things that goes with it. But these are conversational, and, um, you know, it's a conversation that women need to really not shy away from it. So we need to engage, we need to elevate it, we need to put it out there and make sure that we constantly, you know, talk about it openly and just be frank to say, I can do this, this I can't do. And if I can't do, what else can I do? Because we still need to take care of our families. Mm. We still need to take care of these warm bodies that keeps us moving. Do you know, I, I, I also know that we can learn from each other, and I'm inspired by Nontlant Lamnesi's story, who's written five books at 25. At 25, so I'm just saying, you just look at that piece, oh God, you, Nontlantla, want a journey at that age. So which means by the time when she reached, reached 30, she'll actually be like uh, celebrating 10 books. Um, uh -huh. And those are women that we should be celebrated. And um, you just look at Pippin Somi, for an example, mm -hmm. her journey of, you know, weaving a powerful web where she's sort of like saying, yes, we've got all these young women that want to get into business. Do we understand the importance of transformation? Do we understand the importance of corporate governance? Because those are the things that today you're a business person, three days down the line, you collapse. Because those are the things that are important, uh, you know, in a business space. Nobody really prepared those young women that have got these vision and these great dreams to say, oh, by the way, as you grow, you've got to consider A, B, C, and D. So she's just that one woman, um, you know, that says, I am here to really support you. I am here to really take or hold you with your hand and guide you so that you don't end up, you know, uh, collapsing. Um, Female mentors, that's what we're talking about, huh? Absolutely, absolutely, because... 
they collapse, businesses are collapsing every day just by, by small little things, you know, especially when it comes to corporate governance these days. Those are some of the things that really killed our small sisters, businesses, and, you know, uh, 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 ventures that we're really starting, you know, uh, from scratch because of maybe sometimes the challenges of lack of understanding of all those things. But she helps women, you know, to ensure that they are well capacitated. Well, I'm excited to see Babi Molloy on your cover. Oh, She's looking absolutely what a wonderful. One. What a beautiful one. Uh, just look how gorgeous she looks. I think it may be her birthday today as well, I think. Oh, she is just absolutely, she just decided to say, with our campaign for uh, April, we started a campaign that says, conceal or reveal. So okay. she just said, okay, I'm not going to conceal because I am a woman. I want to share my story and I want to share my journey openly with essays, you know, because essays is all about women's journey, it's all about women's stories. Mm. And she just said, I am here, I'm going to just celebrate this particular month, you know, and say, I'm gorgeous, and I've worked really hard mm. to the product that you see today. And thank God, she really worked herself, she really, really worked, she really had to, you know, uh, say, I have to do the right things, not for somebody else, but for her. And that's actually what put her to where she is today. She's absolutely gorgeous. So now, well, what, what is a must-read from essays today, this Well, this I would issue. say definitely the key must-read will have to be Papi. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just see the, how she evolves, how she grows. Um, you know, uh, look at, um, look at uh, you, you know, the, the, the contracts. We all kept in some very interesting, you know, different marriage contracts. People sometimes think... Mm, not actually important i'm just in love now <laughs> look at that piece you know where it's not just about how you feel but it's about your tomorrow that contract is quite important it's actually a necessity you know look at that that's actually a beautiful piece um that's just been prepared for our women i think the other part which it's quite interesting not only for south africa but for africa you know because we talk uh, african stories as well it's about uh, sherry Angoy, you know the tanzanian design mm, you know mm. his passion for design where he got this, you know, he got this from his dad, you know, and, and, and he's saying, I am representing Africa, you know, um, on the world fashion map. And those are the stories that we can say, okay, what is it that we can learn from this man that he copied, you know, um, you know his dad's uh, career and now embrace it and is flying with it. And how do we support, you know, Africa? Because the moment when we're supporting, it better you know, the, the, the platform, you know, or the economic platform for Africa as a whole. And uh, look at actually fashion. I think we've highlighted beautiful trends on fashion when it comes to how do you do your jackets, especially that jacket mm, for mm. the epic, you know, occasion. The hairstyle. We've got curly hair and our curls are different. We sometimes think that, well, when you've got black hair, well, it's automatically all the hair, the curls are killing the same. It's absolutely not the same. How do we comb different, you know, curls? That's actually the beautiful piece that we have. Our eyebrows, or the, uh, you know, the, the, the brows, how mm. we better and cut it and do the right things on them and give it the right color and just to uh, enhance our beauty or natural beauty that we have as women. And make sure that they're there in your old age as well because don't remove all of them and then they're gone. In your 60s, you still need them, you know. But Shada, the last one that I want to share with you also, which is on page 70. It's in page 70 Mm -hmm. in this particular uh, issue and it's the struggle beyond South Africa borders. 
I know we've got burning issues around the country currently. We've got the KZN where things are really mm, happening. Mm. This is actually one piece that I will really invite every, um, you know, South African, every African to really spend a bit of time and let us reflect on this particular, you know, piece. Because as we're celebrating the 20 years, the 20 years of democracy, it is quite important that we look back where we come from, especially with South Africans, you know, to say, where were we? 21 years ago because some mm. of us that 21 years ago we were in those particular countries and the countries that are here today that we actually want to embrace you know and we now turning our back you know to to, to watch them that's a, a very important story very important Absolutely. story now well, thank you so much for joining us once more and thank you for gorgeous magazine and you are online as well if people miss the actual hard copy right absolutely we've got the magazines on our retail stores out there and we've got actually for those who want to be on you know uh, on, on online or just do the uh, the digital um reading mm-hmm. we are also available on the digital space and also we've got a magazine uh, essays also which is a daily so people can actually get that one for free which is a daily news that you can actually subscribe on our website fantastic and, and your website is yeah. essaysofafrica.com fantastic thank you so much nawal have thank yourself you a good you month until you, we talk to you again huh wonderful take care <laughs> bye-bye bye-bye, bye-bye. That's Nawal Nolwazi Mdouli, CEO of Gwenta Media and founding editor of Essays of Africa. And as you heard, their website is essaysofafrica.com. Coming up, editor of Marie Claire Aspasia Karras. Hello, lovely Shadow. How are you? I'm good, thank you. And you, you seem to be a very busy girl, hey? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, what can we do? We have to keep busy. I know, I know, and very popular too. But listen, I, one thing I'm liking, in, and you're going to tell me today, I'm not going to ask you what uh, what I want to talk about, but you're going to tell me what should attract us to the magazine. But the, the only thing I want us to talk about a bit is that B word that is very much yes. like the N word. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, I was just, the B word is the bitch word, we mm-hmm. may as well just say. B-I-T-C-H, yes. Is it really appropriate is it ever appropriate for a man to call a woman a bitch mm-hmm. because i don't know if you listen to all the hip-hop um mm. albums and blah blah bitch has become like sort of you know only like the second sort of term of appellation for women next to um ho h-o mm. <laughs> mm. which i just think is amazing so i felt well let me go into a small history of it feminists have appropriated the word you know, in in the sixties, they started bitch. Um, you know, the feminists thought that they should take bitch back. Mm-hmm. But and so now I just feel actually only women should be able to use the word. That was my edge note. Uh, yes, yes, only women. But is is it ever appropriate though? I mean, even if we take it back, how do we know we've we own it totally? Because it's still offensive when it comes from from men. Yes, but and you know what? so fascinating about it is that where it came from is from a complete place of misogyny because when when um, I mean then I did all my research I was like okay I better know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. but you know what's fascinating about it is when we it, it's like a word that comes from the ancient times early Christians started calling women bitches because it was like an, a, a pagan terminology when people were worshipping um, Diana, who was the huntress. Mm-hmm. 
and sometimes she turned into a dog. And so, ah. people who worship Diana, you know, it, it, it's just something that's like sort of, you know, God forbid women should be huntresses. Well, I think you've... Well, you've I op- think we should be huntresses. We should be, like lionesses. <laughs> we should hunt. <laughs> and, and we do hunt in a way, hey, don't we? I think we hunt in packs. In- <laughs> okay, so let's talk about what you believe is a must-read well, in the you, magazine. You tell me what you loved because, you know what, you found me at the Mimco. Ah, is that where and you are? So it's quite lovely, I have to say. Uh, Cape Town is... Sunny, you'd probably know this, mm-hmm. and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And um, we're sitting in Cafe Chic, where um, apparently there's a Michelin star person offering us amazing food. Wow! Um, she celebrates the launch of Code Africaite, which is the Mumco, um the new campaign. Okay, and. Leading the campaign is the beautiful Ayak Deng. You know, she's an amazing model. Yes, yes, yes. She comes from South Sudan. And, her, you know, they ended up in Australia as refugees. Her mother died. This is like a completely random story that I'm telling you, but it is so moving to me. Well, I, I'd, I'd rather you told us now than read about in it. A camp, in a South Sudanese camp. Um... And um, she basically raised nine of her siblings in Australia mm. off the profits of her modeling. And she's, she's a truly spectacular and interesting woman. But anyway, that's the Mumco campaign. Well, I hope you're going to bring <laughs> us... having lunch and uh, <laughs> celebrating. I hope you're going to bring us that full story, though, in the next issue. Yes, I mean, I actually do think her story deserves a bit of a celebration. Because I think people don't know the backstories, and the reason I'm raising this is because people have sent me a letter or two um, saying, "Have you seen the thin model on page 31, which happens to be the page where this Mumka address is?" And I keep on saying, "I have seen her, and I actually know her story, and I've shot with her, and that is her physique." So they're kind of thin shaming her. That is what she looks like. She's incredibly tall and incredibly beautiful. And incredibly successful, and I think it's equally it's equally as sad that people are fin shaming her as they would be fat shaming somebody. Do you know what I'm saying? It yeah. works on both sides of the. It's been quite fascinating for me. Maybe that's next month's editorial letter. I think so. She she I thought she was Iman for a minute. You know when I when I opened the yes. the, the page. Yeah, and the thing is, is that what that is what South. Sudanese women actually look like. Mm, mm, mm. all of them, I imagine, but like a large proportion. So let's it's talk like about those runners. <laughs> let's talk about why. Really interesting. Why are women being bullied online? Ah, uh, well, we love that story, and we thought it was time. Yes, after all that stuff that happens, um, you know. To um, actually, it happens all the time, mm-hmm. and I, I cannot actually. I'm so surprised by the kind of trolling that happens to women. Um, and it's an ongoing story, so we thought this is a very important investigation to do. I mean, take, for example, last week. I don't know if you saw that story in um, Iceland, where women said it became this campaign called Free the Nipple. 
But the reason it started was from somebody being trolled online, being bullied online. Mm. This girl in her high school said, no, she's going to start this campaign, free the nipple. Why should men be allowed to walk topless mm. and not women? <laughs> so I don't know if you remember last year, there was a woman walking around New York. There was Rumor Willis, the daughter, or Scott, Scott Willis, one of those Willis daughters. The daughters of uh, Bruce Willis mm-hmm. and Moore, was also took up the campaign and walked through New York topless. <laughs> but I think the, the idea was really that there were so many people being uh, bullied online for um, perhaps when they were breastfeeding their babies, Instagram would immediately take the picture off. Um, and so would Twitter. And so this girl in Scandinavia said, no, she's joining the Freedom of campaign. She was in high school. And she said her whole high school was going to do it. And then she got seriously trolled online. Mm-hmm. And because she got so trolled, the entire country decided to free the nipple. So go and Google it. Oh my goodness. You'll see hashtag free the nipple. Free the nipple. But it started from a trolling incident because I think that women... People find it quite easy to say terrible things to women online. And it's women and men. And so we thought it was a very important story to, to investigate in Solo in South Africa. Also in South Africa, I mean, every time somebody dies, you know, after all those stories, um, anyway, let's not go there. Yeah. <laughs> Aspasia, I think we should do, I mean, half, half our people have, have free nipples anyway, when the read dance and all of that happens in South, in, 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 in places like Swaziland and, and KwaZulu Natal, you know, when yeah, they. Well, our nipples are free. Our nipples are fine. On, but I think we must we must just uh, breastfeeding becomes an issue as well in public. So I think we we do need to have well, the conversation. Well, there was a big debate last week. In fact, somebody um, was was Facebooking me where she said, "Have you heard some DJ on another radio station yes. which shall not be named yes. who caused a huge fracas by saying terrible things about how he thought that breastfeeding in public is akin to men." peeing in public. I was like, no, quite the same thing. He went wild. And so all the like, the breastfeeding leagues of South Africa have gotten up in arms. So that's our own special campaign. Let's bring the nipple as we speak. Let's free free the nipple, yes. (laughs) I'm going to leave you to your MIMCO um, event because we're going to take news headlines. But thank you so much for highlighting some important issues. Thank you. Yes, and I mean, frankly, they should buy the magazine because of the stunning Angelina Jolie. What an interesting, what a brave woman. This has been the month where she spoke up so many times um, about her voluntary uh, operations to to prevent cancer. She's just had the second one. Mm, so mm. I think it's, it's and she's, she's, a, she's a very empowered and empowering woman. Very well, woman most admired in the world, hey? Well, it was a survey. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. You take care. Enjoy. Enjoy the sunshine. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. That's Asparis, uh, Aspasia Karas, uh, Marie Claire. And it is jam-packed with a whole lot of beautiful things uh, from fashion to great stories. But I like the Free the Nipple story. And I think we, 
we, we must follow it up and, and talk to relevant people. When we come back, it's time for news headlines, by the way, with Sir Utzile Sako. Thanks, Shadow. Good afternoon. KwaZulu Natal Premier Senzo Mkunu has cancelled his trip to the Democratic Republic of Congo in order to manage the xenophobic situation in the province. Transport Minister Dibuo Peters has explained her proposal for constant retesting of driver's license holders in the country, as well as the high increase of road fatalities in recent months, including the death of 287 people over the Easter long weekend nationally. And extra police officers from various police stations in Limpopo have been deployed to Lepalale, where thousands of construction workers at ESCOM's Midupi power station are on an unprotected strike. Details at 2 o'clock. Otherwise, on SAFM. We're looking at what's inside the pages of women's magazines, and I'm talking to now um, Sally Amory of Good Housekeeping. Hello, Sally, and welcome. Hi, Shadow. Nice to speak to you again. Are you good? I am very good. Just back from um, 10 days holiday, so very relaxed. Oh, then you are relaxed. (laughs) We've caught up with you at a good time. Sally, I'm asking all editors to tell me, usually I will ask you to, uh, I will ask you certain questions about your, your, you know, stories I've read, but I I ask you one question, then you'll tell us what else we need to read. But I was intrigued by your story, the good advice one. Are you adrift? Are you adrift? Yes, I think that that is, um, especially at a certain age and stage where we all stop and think, oh, how did I end up here? And realize that often life takes us on, on a certain path, not through decisions we've made, but actually through not making decisions. Mm. Um, we kind of get uh, taken along certain paths that maybe we wouldn't have necessarily chosen to go down. And I, I, and I think what I liked about this article is it gives you the tools to actually stop and say, to look at your life and say, am I going in the direction that I intended to or that I intend to and how to actually uh, fix that and get back on the path that you that would make you most happiest. It is so easy to drift. I mean, I, I got scared when I read it because yeah. I thought, hmm, I needed to ask myself some very important questions. I think that that really is the issue that just so often um, circumstances, um, time management, all those kinds of things just take us down um, unsuspecting paths. Well, I'm going to try and get hold of Gretchen Rubin. Um, who's the author of Happiness, The Happiness Project? The Happiness Project is actually a fantastic book. And um, what she does is sort of specify all the different areas in your life and, and, and gives you tools to tackle. It's a very practical book, not a self-help book in, in that it's, um, it is a self-help book, but it's, it's very practically oriented. And, um, and I, actually, I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, because some of these self-help books really are, are too difficult to help you. Exactly. <laughs> and I think that brings me on to which, which my favourite article in, in the magazine was um, is the one uh, about um, about marriage, you know, and yes. how to um, how to sort of save your relationship. And the first thing to do would be to ditch uh, ditch <laughs> self-help books. I saw that. <laughs> I, I saw that, and I thought that was also very important because yeah. we can't always do it by the book. We forget to feel and we hope the books help us feel something. You know, I think that's so true and I think it's so often there's so much sort of pop psychology out there and things that, you know, the only person, people who can really decide whether 
you're you're happy or happy in your relationship is you and your partner mm. and um, there isn't a formula for what happiness is and um, what makes me happy might not make you happy and um, you know and I think the the problem with a lot of uh, self-help books is that you know if you go looking for trouble you're you're sure to find it because they say that two people can't always agree on everything um, mm. two people can't you know and I, and I love the one line in the story where it talks about there's no such thing as a contented compromise you know they're winners and they're <laughs> And that happens in marriage as well. You know, sometimes you just have to accept that you're not going to agree on things and you're going to have different approaches to things. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not, that you can't be happy and content together. Mm-hmm. Is it possible, though, to always feel happy, healthy and less frazzled? I don't know that it's always possible, but it is something that we can uh, strive towards. And I think, you know, that I think sometimes what what is surprising in our lives, and, and you know, I think there you're refer- referring to the 101 um, mm. sort of uh, tips that we give on sort of leading a healthier, happier, less frazzled life. And I think that sometimes we, we, we forget that it's these very small changes that we can make in our lives that can actually reap really big benefits because we start to feel positive. And I think anything where you feel that you're being active or taking an active role, in whether it's to do with your wellness or um, how you're eating or exercising. Anything that you do where, where there's an action, invariably you do feel a lot more satisfied with your life. Mm. So give us other highlights in the magazine this month. Well, I really enjoyed um, reading our cover star story. Um, you know, Connie Britton, and a lot of us um, love her on, on the TV show Nashville. And last night, um, a couple of uh, weeks ago on Box Office, they had her movie, um, This Is Where I Leave You, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And um, I like, what I really like about her is that she is an actress in her 40s who embraces um, the fact that, you know, she is who she is, and I, I love that she's not photoshopped to hell, um, and uh, that she is content with where she is in life. She made difficult decisions in terms of being a single mom, and um, and, and I, I found her very open and honest and and, and encouraging in mm-hmm. terms of, um, of of the of the reality of of celebrity, you know, of a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you know, I think the I, I always enjoy hair advice because I I do feel that if my hair looks and feels nice. I invariably feel nice, so I, I really enjoyed our, our feature on um, the on steps to great hair. We take, basically tackle every kind of hair type and, and give you very simple things right down to the shampoo and conditioner you can be using and tips for blow drying your hair and um, to make sure that you wake up feeling um, great every morning. Well, leave leave your home looking and feeling great. <laughs> and um, I don't know if you like me, um, Shadow, but the only camera that I use now is my cam- camera on my smartphone. So I Loved our um, our apps that we give you about taking better photos on your with your phone with your uh, your phone and and the apps that you can use and how you can actually utilise them uh, the different apps you can utilise for storing photos and sharing photos and things like that. Well, thank you for a great one. And I see you know even though we got you after Easter, these yeah. these picnic spots still work for me. So you know the picnic spots still work, and and our dinner. I mean, I, I love the the food feature that we did, which was shortcut and show off. So we took. We gave you a, an, an, a dinner party plan, and basically for starters, may, a main course dessert. We gave you a shortcut option, which would still dazzle people, and uh, and a show-off option. And of course, you can mix and match those, and those will 
build woodwork anytime if you've got friends coming around. And of course, how to set a table, you know, in, in yeah, a beautiful there were way. Yeah, cute ideas in there. Hey? I the, really like. No, I really, I really did. And and of course, my favorite, favorite, favorite. Before I let you go, is that yes. uh, peppers. You know, I'm a, I'm a chili girl. I, I yes. love different peppers, and yes. they were, they are so healthy. I'm so excited to see how healthy they are. Oh, good. <laughs> and, and you know what? One last thing before uh-huh. you go, Shadow. Didn't you love the article on what plastic surgeons tell their friends? Hey. <laughs> I thought it was fabulous. You know, the sort of the thing where they sort of said, you know, the one thing that you might think is wrong with you, no one else has ever noticed. And I think that's so often the, the story with, with us women. We're so hard on ourselves. Thank you so much for a good read once more. Uh, thank you, You Shada. take Have care, Sally. Week. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> that's good housekeeping. Go get it. Very, very, I, I, I like some of the you know, things we spoke about with her as well. But you know what you can do with tea towels? That are all over the kitchen and, and how you can use them to even present or wrap a present in them and present it to a friend. Or when you're going out for dinner and you're invited, you can take those. Listen, go get it in the magazine and know exactly what I'm talking about. Coming up to speak with Anna Rich after this. Sick of always missing your favorite SAFM shows? Well, now you don't have to. We have a free podcast service that allows you to access them directly from your cell phone, PC or tablet whenever and wherever you're ready to listen. Go to safm.co.za and click on podcast. This takes you to the SAFM page on iono.fm. Follow at iono.fm on Twitter or like it on Facebook for regular updates. You never have to miss your favorite shows. SAFM podcasts powered by iono.fm. Otherwise, on SAFM. I jumped, I jumped the gun there. Dudum Vimbili Shaban is the editor of True Love magazine. Dudu, hello and welcome. Hello, how are you? We haven't spoken in a while. Yes, have, I missed you so much. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> Dudu, I, I, I don't want to ask you. I, I'll tell you what I enjoyed. You must just tell us what we have to read in True Love. Oh, okay. Uh, for me, it was that revenge porn. You know, a lot of people uh, uh, find themselves now with their pants, uh, the uh, caught with their pants down. You know, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you know, it's, I think it's the way uh, we interact on social. You know, what things that happen in the bedroom mm. end up being, you know, exposed to, to 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 people, to public, and you know, I think it's it's more of a hatred. You know, we we always talk about racism as hatred. But there's also something called uh, revenge porn. Revenge porn. So, so is, is this when people break up and they expose each other's pictures? Yes. People in the midst of fun, then they take their own pictures, you know, and then when, when the relationship doesn't uh, work out, then um, uh, they find them, uh, their pictures on the net, you know. I think we should just keep phones out of the bedroom. I think so, hey. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, that is why I really wanted to do the story because I could never imagine how you could be taking pictures and then the next thing you you put them you know mm. as much as i think it's also a conscious thing you know as a person how far would you go as well you know if you really beat her but how far can you really go but mm. it's not just about the other person it's also about you know it exposes other things about you as a person you know? do, do you think people will understand that and, and and stop doing it or maybe the article will start a conversation I think we were just uh, becoming a conversation starter, you know. Mm. You know, it's what's happening, but what what are the legalities? Can you really see someone for that? You know, mm. we're just to make people aware. You know, if you really are going into that space 
and um, you find yourself, you know, being exposed to such, this is what you can do. It's more of, you know, what you can do mm. than just telling you about uh, Pastor Zondo and other people that have been exposed to them. Mm. Now, you also talk about being a hoarder. Why are we hoarders? <laughs> <laughs> Ask me about it. <laughs> I think um, from this article, it's more about, um, it's more of a psychological, um, there is something that is not right, you know, mm. and I, personally I was following uh, that program in TLC, and I kept wondering how would people, you know, hold things up to a point where they can't even walk in their own home, mm. you know, mm. and um, then we commissioned an, an article of such, but we found that, you know, it's not just someone deciding that I'm, I'm going to hold these, but it's things that, you know, have a sentimental value to you, and you end up saying, oh, no, this one I was given to this child, I'm not going to, you know, mm. and then it ends up everything about there's something, there's a story behind a, an item in your home that you'd never, you know, detach yourself from, but it's not just it's not just about sentimental, then it's, there's a psychological effect that come into it. You know, people that, um, one of the pe- people that were interviewed in the story was um, this woman whose husband is uh, passed on. He was, a, he was an avid reader. You mm-hmm. know, he loves novels and stuff like that. You know, because she couldn't deal with the death, she tried to, you know, whenever she goes to bookstores to buy books, oh, this my husband would have enjoyed this. Oh you know, so it's also another way of how when we are not dealing with things, we end up creating other problems, you know, Hoarding comes mainly from there, other than people that just buy clothes, but there is there is a serious uh, psychological effect that comes with hoarding. Yeah, I suppose there's a fear of not having as well. You know, when you, you feel, especially with people who buy a lot of clothes, I think they just feel good with all these things around them because of, of, of the fear of not having had, maybe, or not having at the moment. Yes, it's also part of that. Wow. It's also part of it. It also it also talks about you know how when you grow up we always wanted to have these fleshy things, mm. but then you never know when to stop. Sure, uh, and it, 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 it's scary because you don't know how much how far a person will go to get those things because they really want them. Um, and we talk about the new nanny parenting. Talk talk to us about that. Um, this story came about. Um, you know, our fashion editor has come back from from maternity leave. And she was trying to find a, a, a nanny for mm. her, and she found this guy. You know, all of us are like a guy. <laughs> and and when we then we decided that you know we are going to go out and find out if really is is it an option. You know, and you know people that we spoke to, we we found that in, in fact they are greater than you know women. You know, as much as we would. I would personally wouldn't, you know, but those people that we spoke to are like, no, they are the greatest because, you know, they give you that, that space. You, you are the mother, you know, they are the, hmm. they are the nanny. But when you're dealing with a woman, there's always like two, two mothers in one, you know. This one comes with their own remedy and you also, you know, 
Hmm. Uh, yeah, but it's a new trend. There's a new trend starting, and I think it's going to be a great one. It can, as long as we create employment, that's that's cool for me. Yes, you know, yes. that's really that's really cool for me. Dudu, thank you so much, darling. Thank you for talking to us, and and we'll we'll talk again soon. We won't stay away for this longer. Okay, all right, great. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, that's Dudu Mvimbili Shabani, editor of True Love Magazine, and then now we talk to Anna Rich, uh, senior editor at Fair Lady. Hello, Anna. Hi, Shadow. How are you? I'm good, thank you. And you? I didn't. I, I just got my magazine today. Oh, so, only today. Yes. What a pity. Yes. <laughs> so I haven't had time to read through, but no then problem. that's why you are here to to then yes. tell me what I, I should look forward to. In fact, I'm, I can't wait spending the evening with it tonight. So um, tell me what I should look forward to. Um. Well. A, a beautiful red dress. Um, uh, <laughs> basically, the big news uh, about Fair Lady this month is that um, it's turned 50 years old. Happy birthday! Thank you. It's an incredible milestone. Um, I have to say, in the office, we've been thriving on uh, red roses coming our way, big red Ooh. balloons, chocolate cake. Um, we've been thoroughly spoilt. But um, the thing is that Fair Lady wouldn't be here without um, all the wonderful readers, the loyal readers, who's, who's, um, you know, uh, old readers, new readers who keep on. And um, I hope we'll be here for the next 50 years, whether it's in paper or who knows what kind of format in the future. Well, listen, uh, paper's not going anywhere, I promise you, because yeah. I don't read online. And I, I, don't, I think there's a lot of people I represent as well that don't. It's just so wonderful to... to page through, you know. Yes, no, there is, there is something quite uh, luxurious about flipping a page, and of course you can um, sit with the magazine in the bath, you can sit with yes. it on the beach. Um, yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot more um, uh, resilient than uh, other forms. But the thing is that um, I think we should all rush out and get a fair lady for is to have a look at um, the beautiful red dresses that you could order. I mean, they were specially commissioned um, we had four amazing South African designers who happily designed the most beautiful, beautiful red dresses in, you know, in celebration of this milestone. And um, they're available at an excellent price um, on this free website. Um, I mean, I think the problem would be which to choose. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, uh, a portion of the sales goes to uh, Worthy Charity, which is the Pink Ladies who support... Um, the SAPS and finding um, missing persons. So there are the red dresses, and then there are also um, um, more gifts for you, the readers. Um, if you flip towards the back of the magazine, you'll find um, 50 uh, giveaways, beautiful, beautiful gifts mm. for readers. And of course, all the usual uh, Fair Lady content. Who did your red dresses, you say? Sorry? Who, who? Des who designed your red dresses? Oh, we have um, Mancho, uh, we have Lee Schubert, we have Habits and Amanda Lair Cherry. Of course, Habits, um, I think that's Jenny LaRue, and she yes. was, um, you know, she was a fashion editor at Fair Lady, so of course we'd have her. Oh, but wonderful. yeah, amazing designers, um, absolutely beautiful dresses, and um, you can find them at Spree, online at Spree. But I mean, they're just really, really stunning. They're absolutely beautiful. Do you know what I look forward to reading about the Graham Norton show? I mean, oh, really? I, I okay. love him to bits. I enjoy him so much. I also do. I mean, if I want to sit down and have a great laugh, then um, he's he's the man for me. Um, Graham, yeah. I mean, if people haven't caught him already, they should make a point. Um, I mean, he's he's, he's hilarious. Um, it's it's great fun to have all the celebs showcased. Um, I mean, of course, we all want to know about celebs. Um, 
uh, on his show. Um, he really gets them to open up in a way mm. that's unusual. Um, you know, I, I really sort of kind of admire him for that because you, you see them sort of, you know, without a sort of put on kind of, uh, you know, sort of sound bites that you expect them to have. You know, he sort of really gets them to relax, which is which is really amazing to watch. Mm. And then there's usually a, a well, you, I mean, you know the show, mm. but, um, mm. but it, it was, um, I actually wrote that piece myself and, um, you know, I, I was already a fan, but once I sort of um, done a bit more research on him, I became even more of a fan. You know, he's, um, he loves his mum and his sister. Um, <laughs> um, he loves his dogs. Um, he just seems like a good, kind person and funny, which is always what we're looking for. I tell you what, Anna, we've run out of time, but what I want to okay. do, because I only just got the magazine today, I'm going to go mm. and read it and, and get us back on just to have a, a bigger discussion on, 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 on some of the ones I find very, very interesting and intriguing. Sure. So That's we will we'll, we'll give you a, a, an opportunity again to come and talk to us. Excellent. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Have a great day. You too. Anna Rich of of, uh, Senior Editor at Fair Lady Magazine. I think it's only fair that we read the magazine as well first.